You may be seated. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, Nari, and make sure that, I, because my iPad is not matching, so you got to pay attention to me. I'm going to give you a thumbs up to move my slide. So that's important. Um, let us bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for such a wonderful, awesome, magnificent day. A day that we've never seen before. But it's a blessed day. God is blessed because you allowed us to see it. And you allowed each one of us an opportunity to be your representative again. Thank you for that great opportunity. I want to thank you, Lord, for healing so many bodies in the name of Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord, for all the deliverance. So many people have been delivered. So many people are still struggling, but so many are delivered. So we thank you for that. Lord, we want to thank you so much for being with us in our time of trouble, in our time of mishap. Uh, you promised to never leave us nor forsake us. So we thank you for being with us. We love you so much, and you're so amazing. And Lord, as we move forward in this service, we ask you, Lord, to touch the heart and minds of each individual in here. Let them know how special they are to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Uh, uh, when I was a little boy, um, I grew up in a single home. Uh, my mother had five children, and my, my mother was poor, and so we didn't have a whole lot. Um, and so the way we survived, uh, we did various things to survive. Uh, and it was a struggle at times when we was little, uh, but um, I had been uh, downloading some information in my system uh, that made me think a certain way. So uh, the way I behave and the way I think and the way I acted in school was all a product of the way I was thinking, right? So I was a little terrible kid, man. Sometimes I was a bully in school when I was in elementary school, and uh, sometimes I was a class clown, uh, and sometimes I was one of, one of the most loving people you ever want to meet, Flurry. Uh, but it was all because of the way I was thinking. Everybody said the way you was thinking. And when I was a kid, uh, I thought like a kid, but when I became an adult, I put away childish things, right? I want us to understand something. We are a product of who we think we are, right? Uh, we hear this phrase all the time, uh, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, right? Uh, but I want you guys to understand something. Uh, it's important to know this. You are who you think you are. Not what someone else thinks. You really are who you think you are, right? And in Psalms uh, 139, one of my favorite scriptures, it says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and you knitted me together in my mother's womb. Listen to the summers. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. He said, you watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Right? Uh, it's important for us to understand some of us are product of a, of a parents or adults who wanted to get a, a, a sneak in and do something. And in the process, man, you became. Uh, some of you guys are a product of a whole lot of things, 
But what you don't realize is that you're really a product of God. God wanted you here, so he created you. He knew you was being formed uh, before you ever knew you was being formed. God had a plan for the world, and he had this seed, and he planted this seed into the world so this seed would grow into a great forest or orchard that would change the world in a mighty way. All right? But you can't change the world if you don't change the way you think. Right? You are what you think you are, not what somebody say you are. Right? If you don't believe in you, don't expect you to change. People can speak all kind of stuff over your life, and they can prophesy over your life. They can lay hands on you, but if you don't believe it, it ain't happening. I want you to hear me well, because we go, we get in lines, and we want people to lay hands on us, or we get on the internet, or we call the psychic person, and we used to tell us our future and all that. They can tell you anything they want. If you don't change the way you think, it will not happen. And the only reason it happened is because you changed the way you was thinking. Because you are what you think you are. Right? That's important. Your mind is so, so powerful. And God knew this. And he wanted us to understand who we were. And there's some people in this audience uh, at one point in your life, you decided that you wanted something different. And when you decided that you wanted something different, you did something different. You changed the way you was thinking, and it changed your course of life. All because you made a decision, I'm no longer going to be what you say I am. Because you don't get to determine who I am. I get to determine who I am. Because God made me in his image. And once I recognize that I was creating God's image and his likeness, and I'm his child, I'm somebody, right? I'm special. And I know it because all those sperm cells were trying to fight their way to get to the egg. Uh, this one made it. And here I am. And you are here. And God let you make it when so many other ones didn't, right? So you got to know who you are. But you got to rethink who you are. You got to know who you are. You got to believe in it, right? We're in a society that really dumbs us down and make us think we're nothing. They put us in traps and in, in communities and they, they hold resources from us and, and they transform the way you think and make you think you're nothing or nobody and you start to believe it and you start to act it out and you get stagnated and you don't move and you're so brilliant and you're so awesome and so magnificent and so powerful, God keeps sending people to tell you who you are and you keep ignoring them and keep moving in a negative way because you don't believe in who you are because you're somebody, and you have to know that you're somebody. So if you don't uh, change the way you think, you will never change your circumstance. Everything, everything that you lay your eyes on, hear me well, everything that you lay your eyes on, everything, was in the mind of somebody. Somebody thought about it, and they created it. And you may be benefiting from it, right, or hurt by it. But it was somebody else's mind, that they thought about it, and then they manifested it in the physical, and here it is. Your earrings, your clothes, your shoes, your food, whatever it is, your instrument, whatever you do, somebody thought about it. You said, man, how in the world did they make the, the Mackinac Bridge? 
there were some people uh, that was created in God's image, sat down, and they were engineers, and they thought about it. They said, we can create a bridge, man, to go across the ocean. And people, that you sitting there say, ain't no way in the world I can get from Muskegon to Heights. How am I going to do it? Well, you tell me, how did somebody get from Muskegon to Mississippi? Except somebody decided they're going to cut some trees down, and they're going to create a pathway, because one day there was a horse and buggy. And someone believed that I believe we can get there faster if we fly. Did somebody say, fly? That's only for the birds. But God put it in somebody's mind and said, listen, I'm telling you, you can create an instrument that would get somebody in the air and they would travel uh, at such a rate of speed that if, where it took 18 hours, you can get there in three. But somebody thought about it, and because they thought about it, they pulled it off. Some people are millionaires because they thought what you thought, but you wouldn't act on it. God gave you the brilliance. You didn't believe you can do it. But, but God gave you the idea and the thought. You're like, no, nah, I can't do that. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. Guys, I know you don't, but I have the resources. I just need you to use your mind and believe. All right? Now, in Proverbs uh, 27, uh, 23 and 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart. The way you think is the way it is. Right? So as you think in your heart, you believe it, it's going to be. Now, now, listen, I'm not naive. I'm not saying something hocus pocus like, well, if I believe I'm going to have a million dollars, when I get home, the million dollars going to be there. The idea may be in your mind, I promise you, you have a million dollar idea in your head, you just won't act on it. Because there was a guy... Uh, one time, he started a, a, a lawn company, and he said, I'm going to cut somebody grass, and he asked the woman, can he cut her grass? And later on, he became a millionaire, and he created True Green. But anyway, I'm not cutting anybody grass, but now you wish you had his business. Now he don't cut no, now he hires somebody else to cut the grass. He just came up with the idea of putting the whole plan together. So you know what, I can market this thing and have multiple companies. I can have more, but he thought about it. Well, she thought about it, right? And so if you're thinking in your heart, is you. Nobody holds you back except you hold yourself back, right? There's a story uh, that I heard Miles Monroe uh, say once, and it was a very, very powerful story. And he told the story about a lion um, and an elephant. He said, now, a lion is the king of the jungle. He's not a real big fella but he's the king of the jungle, right? This lion uh, believes, he believes that he can eat an elephant, right? An elephant is bigger, stronger, more powerful, got more intellect, but the elephant thinks that he's food for the lion, even though he's powerful enough to step on the lion and kill him. So he's running from the lion because he thinks the lion is an elephant eater. But they're both a product of what they think. So the lion believes it, so he goes after the elephant. So the elephant sees him as an eater, but the lion sees him as lunch. I want you to think about that. 
because you're a product of what you think you are. That's why you find people when they've been incarcerated or whatever, and they get there and they're in the room or they're in uh, solitary confinement or whatever, and all of a sudden, man, they have all these ideas because they're free of distractions, and it's just them and God. And all of a sudden, man, God just speaks through them, man, everything just stops flowing, man. They just, oh, my God. They have one idea after and what they need to do is come out and then allow God to use them to change the world. Well, it was already in them, man, before they went. But one time they thought they was a robber. The next time they said, I'm a businessman. Right? But it was all product of what they think. So whatever, when you think you're something, right, and you believe it, if you don't watch it, that thing just may manifest itself. Amen? So uh, Paul was talking to the church at Corinth. He said, for the weapons, now watch what he says. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But watch this here. Listen to me very good. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Where are the strongholds? In your mind. The strongholds is in your mind. Then he goes on and says, casting down imaginations. It's your imagination, man. What you think? Do you believe it? I can think it. He says, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Because God told you who you were. But there's other things coming to tell you who you're not. And we believe the negative and not the positive. Right? He goes on to say this here. And bringing into captivity, bringing into captivity every thought. I got to get that thing. I got to bring it under subjection. I got to control my thought process, right, to be obedient to Christ. Now, I, I, I got God is trying to tell us something, right, so much so that he sent Jesus Christ into the world as a human to show you what you can do as a human. But we see Jesus as this spiritual God and we don't see him as a man that God was trying to show us what we can do when we believe in him and recognize that we was creating his image and what we could do. Right? And he said, I, I, I don't care what they do. My father is greater than any. Right? And, and since my father uh, is the king of kings, then I, I'm in good shape here. Right? Uh, so... When Paul was talking to the church at Philippians, here's what he said. Let this mind, now watch your mindset. Watch the way you think. Let this mind be in you. What mind? What do what, what you mean, let this mind? I want you to think different. I want you to think like Jesus was thinking. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He believed that he was the son of God. He believed he had the power to heal. He had the power to deliver. He was not afraid of the Roman Empire because he knew who his father was. So he said, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. And watch this. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbing to be equal to God. He said, I'm not robbing, right, God, if I'm equal with him because I know who I am and whose image I'm created in. And now that I know who I am and whose I am, no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. So I don't care what you do to me, 
you can't stop me. Only body can stop me is me. So I have to believe it so much, I have to uh, uh, dig down deep and say, listen, God, this is not a mistake. Because you don't make mistakes. But if you don't believe God don't make mistakes, you will think you're a mistake. But you're a product of what you think. Right? So you don't move. A humble person is humble because they think they're humble. An arrogant person is arrogant because he thinks he's arrogant. A confident person is confident because they think they're confident. Right? Because you're a product of who you think you are. So you can change the game anytime you want to change the game if you change the way you think. You never thought you would be where you are. You never thought that you have what you have. You never thought God would bless you to have a beautiful family. You never thought that. You didn't think you would ever be uh, a product uh, or a supervisor or a manager of a company or organization. You never thought. You said, I, I, they, they never going to give me a job. They're not going to do, do right by me because they racist. They don't like black people. And God just keep promoting you. And you keep on thinking. See, they raise you just don't understand the world. These people are, okay, keep on, because you think it. So then you diminish, what you're doing is giving them all this power and then and making yourself inferior. You put your pants there on one at a time, just like I do. So it's up to me. Somebody says, well, uh, well, he thinks he's somebody. Well, guess what? He thinks he's somebody. Why don't you think you're somebody? If you was creating God's image, why don't you act like it and think like it? So now I walk different. If I'm a bum, I walk like a bum. I act like a bum. I operate like a bum. But once I decide in my mind that I'm no longer a bum, I'm no longer a bum. You see girls, uh, they get up and they put makeup on and they put on their nice clothes and they get some and, and they get a fake Louis Vuitton purse and uh, some fake shoes and they go out because they don't have no money. Uh, it, it, this real talk, y'all. It's funny, but it's real talk. So they get the knockoff, Stephanie. They get a knockoff, right? Don't nobody know they knockoff until you tell them it's a knockoff. So you walk in the place, man, you looking good, right? You're feeling good, right? And you believe you're going to knock this thing out the park. Right? Now, that's what you think. Now, they hit you with something, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, see? Uh, no. You got to have the same. You got to believe it. Like, God, now listen. I'm walking according to your way. Listen, remember the lesson last week, right? Remember the lesson. Called to be a saint. Walk worthy of your calling. Lord, I know who I am. I know I was created. I'm doing right. All right? I'm somebody. All right? And I'm operating in your love. Right? I don't care what you do. You don't get to determine what I do. The way I think is the way I act and the way I behave. You have to know that. So it's important for you to always understand that you are who you think you are. If you want to change the world, you got the ability to change it. It was a man that was a Navy SEAL. Um, if you ever studied Navy SEALs, a Navy SEAL had a, they got a six-month training, Tim, and the, the, the training is so strenuous, 
that is almost life-taking. And very few people make it through the Navy SEALs, right? They, they may be top dogs and all that. Me and uh, Pierre was talking about this here on the ship when we was cruising, right? And, uh, but a Navy SEAL is different. Everybody can't be a Navy SEAL. They can be a ranger, and then, but everybody can't be a Navy SEAL. It takes a special person to be a Navy SEAL because they have to think different. So the guy went through the train uh, and made it as a Navy SEAL. And he decided he was 297 pounds, out of shape, working for uh, 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 one of those companies, man, that kill roaches and all this kind of stuff, man, is, you know, spraying stuff. And he said, man, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I want to join the Army, and I want to be a Navy SEAL. Now, he's 297 pounds, breathing high, sweating, and all this, and making $1,000 a week, and he just felt terrible. And he said, you know what? I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. And his friends was laughing at him. Like, man, you had to go on. He started training. And he started walking because he couldn't run. He was too heavy to run, and so he was walking. And then he walked and walked until his legs got stronger. Then he joined the military, right? And then he joined. So he changed the way he was thinking. He became a Navy SEAL. I'm going to jump to the point. He jumped and became a Navy SEAL. He was so successful, he said, I'm going to do this thing again. So he went through the training again for the second time. Who does that? And then he did it again. In the video, he said, I had to learn how to run on two broken legs. He said, when the rest of my partners was training hard, he said, I had to get duct tape because my leg was broken, and I had to duct tape my legs because we was out in the woods. He said, I had to keep training. He said, because I did not want them to outdo me. He said, I had to change my new normal. What he says, I had to change the way I saw things. He says, I knew I had to go. So you have to train mentally to believe that in the event that I get caught, I got to be able to survive. So you can do what you think you can't do if you believe you can do. But if you don't believe you can do it, you won't be able to do it. You say, oh, man, there's no way in the world I can survive. He survived it, and he became one of the best trainers, right? And he said, there's nothing can stop him because he made that his new normal, because he changed the way he thinks. He figured out something, a secret. The secret was it was in your mind. Your mind is the brain. It's the center of everything. Everything comes from here. He says, once I got that thing under control, and I start controlling, nothing or nobody could stop me. The only body could stop me was me. That's how powerful your mind is. Some of you all have done some things or did some things you thought you would never be able to do. But you pulled it off. But you said, no way I could do it. But you did it. You thought you'd never make it through this storm. But you made it. You thought you could never get around. There's, there's no way. It's just too painful. But you made it. Because you made up in your mind, I had to make it. If you, if you want to get off drugs, it starts with the changing the way you think. They're going to give you information. They're going to take you to program. They're going to have you read information. But the bottom line is, I got to change the way I think. 
If I don't change the way I think, you can give me all the Bible you want to give me. You can read all the stuff you, you can lay in. Y'all can get around me in circles. and all. If I don't change the way I think, I will not change my circumstances. Right? And so do you know how brilliant you are and how smart you are and how gifted you are and how talented you are, but the enemy try to make you think you're nobody? Some of us live in the house with people that tell us no, we're no good. The people that's supposed to train us told us we were nothing. Our parents said, boy, you ain't going to be nothing. You're just like the daddy. He ain't no good, and you ain't no good. And the daddy said, you're just like your mama. She ain't no good, and you're no good. And you start to believe it, and you start to act like it, not realizing that hold it. No, I'm like my mother and my father, which is God himself. He created me in his image. Who are you to tell me who I'm not? Right? So I can do what I want. I'm not who you say I am. I'm who God say I am. Right? And so I have to believe that. So I have to change my thinking process. So he goes on and says, uh, but, man, but made himself of no reputation. This is Jesus. He made himself of no reputation, and he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. He decided that he would take on the form of men, and he wanted to be like us so he could show us what we could be when we connected to God. That was the whole point. I'm telling you who you can be connected with God. You have to believe it. The only difference between you, sometimes you don't even know you're poor until you reach somebody rich. Right? And so, and so sometimes I say, man, I'm, I'm living large. I'm, I'm and then you meet somebody who got somebody you say, well, I guess, uh, right? Uh, but then some people who have nothing, they don't have anything, but they believe it. So much so that they start moving people's mindset. And some people got the gift to talk you in to believing in them and trusting in them and having confidence in them, right? Because the way you think. Somebody's watching you because they believe in you even though you don't believe in you. And they change their thought process maybe because of what they saw you do. So they say, if he can do it, surely I can do it. Why can't I do it? If God created us all in his image, he's like, why can you do it but I can't? Well, you don't understand the situation. I do. Because God is a spirit and he works in the minds of people. And he gave me the intellect to be able to pull it off. Right? Now, uh, in Philippians 2 and 8, he says, And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Everybody say humbled. He changed his thought process. And in his mind, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. He humbled himself. He changed his thought process and said, I'm going to be humble. I decided a long time ago, Johnny, uh, when I became a pastor, that I wasn't going to be like other pastors. I wasn't going to behave like them. I wasn't going to talk like them. I wasn't going to act like them. I was going to love the hell out of people. I said, I'm going to love them. I don't care what they do, I'm going to love them. I don't care what their lifestyle is, I'm going to love them. I wouldn't care if they're gay, straight, a liar, a thief, a robber, whatever. I'm going to love them because I want them to see the love of God. 
right? That was my mindset, because I had conversations with people who said, man, you know the people ain't going to change. They ain't going to change. I don't care what you say, they're not going to change. I believe they're going to change. Right? So my thinking uh, uh, had me keep on moving forward and kept on trying to improve the quality of people's lives. And I, didn't, I don't care what nobody say, uh, I got to represent him. So I believe it in my heart, my heart of hearts, that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever ask or think. I believe it so much, I think it. My wife said, I know you're different. I'll be doing things, and my wife said, now listen, Arthur, God made you different. Right? Because I don't think like that. I said, I understand, I didn't. I said, but God didn't call you to this. He called me. He called you to do something different. Now, some of the stuff you do, I just don't agree with, but he didn't call me to do that. So you walk in it, and I'm going to walk in this hit. And, what, and, and because of what I, the way I move, you're going to benefit from it. And the way you move, I'm going to benefit from it. But we got to make sure that we have the mind of Christ. So we made a commitment that we're going to have a mind of Christ. So we made a commitment that any event that we mess up in our marriage, something go wrong, we're going to go to the word of God and see what the word of God said about it. Because I might be wrong and you might be wrong. Because we may be thinking differently, but God don't ever think different. He's always the same. Yesterday, so I got to believe that. So I believe it so much in the event that something go wrong, I said, what does the word have to say about it? Right? And so some people don't care that, man, I don't care what the Bible say. That's because you don't think that way. But if you think it, it'll control you. Amen? Now watch Romans. Here's Paul. And I'm about to wrap this thing up. Ooh, I got about 11, 12 minutes. Here we go. I'm about to drive this thing down the street. Here's what he says. In Romans, Paul talks to the church of Rome. I want you to hear well. He says, I beg you, brothers. I'm beseeching you. Look, Chris. He says, I'm begging you, man. I'm begging you with everything inside me. Please listen to me. This is Paul talking. He says, I'm begging you, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. He said, you got to believe that you got to yield your body to God on behalf of God. He said, uh, listen, I'm begging you to do it. He said, I'm begging you to change the way you think and be a merciful person, right? He says uh, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's your service. You got to know that's why God created you. You, you got to think this way because you're going to run against some obstacles and you got to understand without a shadow of a doubt, right, that God called you and blessed you to be a blessing too. Right? Uh, then he says this, and don't be conformed. Be not conformed, Edis, to this world. Right? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Change your mindset with God being the king. Change it. Change it quickly because if you think you're the king, we're in trouble. If you think it's your money, you're in trouble. If you think it's your car, you're in trouble. If you think it's your wife, you're in trouble. If you think it's your children, you're in trouble. Remember that this is God's world, and he's blessing us to be a part of it. He said, so you got, he said don't be like the world because the world says it's a dog-eat-dog world. And, 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 and God says it's about love. 
Because love covers a multitude of faults. Right? He said that you may prove it. Everybody said prove. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Right? Because uh, I got to know his will. But it doesn't happen until I transform the way I think. Once I transform my thinking and I change my system and I download certain information in my system, I start to move differently. And other people start benefiting, man, because I embrace God and not the world. Because the world says it's about you. You got to pull yourself up and you got to move. And God says, no. I bless you to be a blessing too. And I need you so I can work through you. So you're not even you. You're really me. And you got to understand that. So don't get excited about the money you have because it's really not yours. I just gave it to you for play money. It's like Monopoly. Right? He says, understand all that. He says, I bless you. But he says, you got to make me the Lord of your life. Right? Uh, but in Ephesians, here's what he says. Now unto him. Everybody say now unto him. That's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Who is he? God can do exceedingly abundantly, right, above all that we can ask or what? Whatever we can think, God can bless us beyond our wildest imagination, right? This is a song uh, by uh, uh, D'Angelo. Are you back there? It's a song uh, by uh, uh, Marvin Sapp called Yes, I Can. How have you heard this song? Right? It's, it's Yes, I Can, right? Uh, and uh, I, I want to play that before we leave, but it's called, because yeah, I believe it, because I can do it, because I believe I can do it, right? Uh, I, I, believe, I, I believe I'm the best husband. Now, Edis may beg the difference, and his wife may beg the difference, and she may think Edis is the best husband, but that's just her thinking, but I think I am, right? And I'm like, come on. Derek said, no, but I think I am, right? You know Pierre think he is, right? So, 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 so we're moving, and, uh, but, we, but because we think it, then we got to act it out, Brian. I said, well, show me what you're working with, Pierre. He said, well, show me what you're working with. So then I, I, I believe it so much, I, I started to treat my wife like it. So then Pierre, like, shoot, well, let me sh show T what's going on. Because our dean ain't going to be better than T. Eddie said, we'll bring it on. So it's only popping because we all believe we're the best husband, right? Now, if you are, you said, man, I'm the best mother, then prove it. Show us the way you're thinking by the way you act. Because eventually what you think is going to show up in what you do. So you can talk with your lips, but it's going to show up in your action. Right? So what you're really thinking, you can't not show it in your behavior. Your behavior is stronger, right? So it's going to manifest itself, right? And so he says, uh, uh, now unto him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever ask or think, according to the power, everybody say power, power. that worketh in us, Brad. We got to believe and think that there's a power working inside of us greater than us. But if I don't think that, man, I'm always going to think I'm inferior. Right? But if I'm operating, man, and believe in my heart, and I think in my heart that there's a power working inside of me, no weapon ever formed against me will ever prosper. 
I don't care what you do. Even if you do it, watch this thing. This is some crazy thinking. Even if you think it and you do something wrong and you treat me like a dog, I believe it is working together for my good. Because there's a power working. So you do it and you meant it for my bad and I say it's for my good. Because I think whatever you're doing, God is using it for my good. I believe it so much, I start to keep on acting the way I'm acting. I keep on loving you despite the way you treat me. Because I believe the only reason you're doing what you're doing, man, because God is doing something, man, to help me be more than what I can be. And he's using you to help me be everything he needs me to be. So, so uh, and sometimes uh, uh, you treat me bad and you, and you talk about me and you run me down, and I'm like, okay, God, this must be worth what? Well, I don't know why you're doing it, but I think you're doing it because you want me to learn a lesson. So, so now I'm thinking different. So now my thinking is different. So now, watch this here. Now I'm not coming back after you. I don't have that revenge mentality. I'm coming to get you. Ava, I'm coming to get you. See what I'm saying? And so, uh, and so you start to move differently in school. And, and the girl says something to you, or, or the guy says something to you in school, and you want to hurt their feelings. You say, I swear to God, now you wait. I'm going to promise you I'm going to get you back. No, because I believe what you did was for my good. Because that's what I was thinking. Now, if I don't think that, I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, you got me this time. But maybe five years later, but I'm, hey, she told me that. She said, I used to be, uh, that's my girl, she told me, she said, I used to be, if you got me, maybe five years later, I was planning in my head, I'm going to get you back. But when I, and then she told me this, and I'm so glad she's here, and she told me this, she says, but now I think different. I used to think this way. But because she changed the way she think, so now she's not plotting to get you no more. Right? When you think different, you behave different. And then you draw different people. The way you think determines the kind of people you draw. People start bringing you blessings. You know how they come? They come in because of you and the way you think. You know, I can preach and I can hoop and law. Won't you do it? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I remember. Hold on. I can do all that. God didn't call me to do that. That ain't what he called me to do. That's not what he called me to do, right? So I'm not trying. But I know the way. So when somebody said, man, you can. So one girl said, well, I ain't coming to your church because uh, it's like going to a Bible study or Sunday. I, I want some preaching. Well, I said, I got a friend who can tune it up. You need to go over there and hear him. Right? Because the way I think, I think that God sent everybody in here, man, to hear the message that I need to deliver the way I'm delivering it. So I'm about to wrap this thing up. So he goes on for living. He says, I know how to live. Watch, watch your thinking. Everybody, this is the, everybody's the thinking. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or with little. That's the thinking process. Now, I'm moving. And this is Paul. He's telling us that I learned how to do this. I don't have to have. I learned how to do this. My thinking process is different, right? Then he says, then he says it. He wraps it up, and I'm done. He says, for I can do everything, Janique, Nick, 
through Christ, it gives me the strength. So I believe in my heart that I can do all things through Christ. It gives me strength. That's the way I think. So it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what I think. How is my, how is my thinking shaped? My thinking is shaped by my commitment to God and my commitment to the word of God. I believe with all of my heart. If I continue to walk in the word, that's why I don't preach on people. You don't hear me ever preach on people. So I don't slap, uh, I don't slap everybody, man, trying to get to uh, Crystal. Now, you have been somewhere and somebody, a pastor slapped the whole congregation trying to, because they don't have the courage to talk to Crystal, so they slap everybody, all right, when they really just want to hit Crystal. But you didn't come to hear me slap Crystal. You came to hear me, man, how to live holy and how to embrace God. So my energy, the way I think is when I come, I try to give you guys something, man, to help you live better. So you can be better in the community when you leave. That's the way I think. Right? I want you to reevaluate your thinking. If you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, do you believe it enough to change the way you think? If I change the way I think, I change the way I interact with people because everything is about relationships. So now I get to represent him in my dealing. So when I change my thinking, every time I interact with someone, I interact with the mindset that Christ is living through me and I have the power of God. And I believe in my heart, with all my heart, that I am blessed and honored and it's a privilege for God to use me as a vessel to share with you. That's how I think. Right? You got to think. You mean to tell me God gave me this gift? You mean to tell me God gave me this job? I'm going to be the best, as Martin Luther King said, if you're going to be a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper. Because Do it as though you're doing unto the Lord. Because I think that I'm doing it for him and not for you. And then God, uh, because of who he is, I believe that he connects me. I don't need money. I need a relationship with God. Right? So I try to follow his principles so I can make a difference in your life. So in turn, you'll make a difference in somebody else's life. You got to change the way you think. You're transformed by putting down a new program in your system. So today, I want you to think about, I want you to reevaluate your thinking process. And quit thinking you what your mama said you was when she said you were nothing. Or your teacher when they said you couldn't go to college. Or you stupid. Or your coach who said you can't play. Or whoever. All right. Don't listen to them. Go into the Word and see what God has to say about you since he created you. Since God created you, right, see what he has to say about you. Right? And then follow that. Because that's what it's all about. It's about transforming the way I think. You are what you think you are, not what somebody else thinks, because whatever you think don't mean a hill of beans if I don't think it. Now, if you want more money, you got to think different. You want a better job, you got to think different. You want a husband, you got to think different. You want a wife, you got to think different. 
You want to make the basketball team? You got to think different. You want to go to college? You got to think different. Once I change my thinking, it's going to change my actions. Right? And once that change, no devil in hell can stop me. This was the title of the sermon last week. Call to be a saint. You have to know you've been called. But if you don't think you've been called, and you don't think God called you, you won't act like you called. Right? Now, make a commitment to me. Make a commitment and believe in you. And say today... I'm going to leave you with this. Today, I'm going to be the most honest person that I can be. I'm never going to do things that I know is wrong. I'm never going to treat people the way I know I shouldn't treat them. I'm not going to lie on people just to lie so somebody will think I'm better. Today, I'm going to be a changed woman. I'm going to be a changed man. I'm going to be a changed kid. Because today is the day that God changed the way I think. And now, I'm committed to him. Now he's opened up the checkbook. He said, I got you. You just move on my behalf and watch me open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. Amen? Give the Lord a hand clap. Everybody stand to your feet. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for each person in this room. I want to thank you for your message today. I want to thank you, Lord, for letting us know that we are special to you, that you created us before we was ever conceived in our mother's womb. You already knew that you had a seed that you wanted to plant in the world that was going to change the world. That's why we're not going to cancel anybody, Lord, because you're not through with us yet. And we're not who? we're going to be. So, Lord, thank you for trusting us and loving us and giving us opportunity to make it right with you. Bless right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Put your arms of protection around each one of us. Guide our hearts and our minds. Let us represent you in the name of Jesus. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As we prepare to give, uh, you guys have been so good. Trust God in your giving, and God will bless you even more. As you leave this place, never his presence, keep your arms wide open and say, God, how can I be a blessing on behalf of you? Be with him, Lord. Bless the offering. Thank you for everyone that's going to be sharing, those who trust you with their tithe and their offering. Lord, let them believe that you're going to give it back to them. Good measure, press down, shaking together, and running over. You said men would give unto their bosom. But we thank you. And Lord, for those who don't know you as their Lord and Savior, I'm asking you right now to come into their heart. Give them opportunity to accept you. We love you so much. And as we leave, be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Consider yourself dismissed. The altar is over for those who would like prayer.